Welcome to this podcast. Uh, my name is Shai. Um, this is really going to be an exploration of my thoughts, I guess, in general about many topics. Uh, probably starting off first with anxiety and depression because it's one of the things I struggle with a lot. I want to try to open up a bit and see if I can explore my feelings. And I think, you know, one way to do that is talking about it. Um, talking to myself here, but, you know, hopefully in the future I'll be talking to other people and sharing more things. But for right now, this is going to be an exploration of my thoughts. And if you're listening, hopefully this, maybe you strike something similar in you and you can relate. Uh, maybe you know somebody that's going through something similar and you can relate to them and help them out. But that's really the goal here is just to be as open as I can about my thoughts and the challenges that I go through as a, a father of four kids, uh, working in technology and engineering uh, with a lovely wife and a wonderful home. And just be as open as I can and share some of the things that are on my mind, whether they're about anxiety, depression, challenges with kids, maybe some technology stuff, who knows. Uh, that's what this will be about, right? Just uh, an exploration as best we can. Um, and hopefully enjoy and hopefully there'll be more of these um, and I appreciate any feedback and comments and um, any of your thoughts. So I'm here in my backyard trying to record this podcast. I'm just trying to record my thoughts and challenges that I've had lately with anxiety and depression. Uh, this is a bit weird, but I'm just sitting out here hopefully to talk about some of the things that I've been facing and struggles. And maybe if I record this, maybe it'll help other people. Uh, maybe just help myself and understanding better what's going on and what I'm feeling and what are the sandwich challenges I'm facing. Um, I've seen a lot of YouTube videos from some of the people I watched recently that talk about their depression and the challenges that they've faced. Um, of course, in these you know very different times that we're living in that are not like anything we've ever lived before in our lives. Um, you know, unless you've lived through the Spanish flu, really. Um, I don't think you've ever lived through anything like this before. Um, it's just really challenging. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, that have, you know, mental challenges struggle more during this time. And, you know, I think I've always had uh, some anxiety challenges in the past. And whether those anxiety issues have been um, just because the way that I've always been, uh, whether that anxiety and depression got worse because of what's going on now or whether it's just, a, you know, who knows, right? I mean, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, I think it's, it's an easy thing to say that, you know, it's, it's just changed now and things are just different now. And because of the pandemic and all the stuff that's going on, that's what's bringing up the anxiety and depression and making worse, you know, is it the fact that I'm home all the time? Um, and I've been home for the last uh, roughly two weeks at least and haven't gone anywhere because of uh, some things going on with work and uh, stuff at home. And, you know, so is it that, right? Is it the, the idea of going stir crazy at home that, um, you know, makes you kind of feel more anxious than before, maybe even more depressed than before? <sighs> it's, you know, hard at times, um, difficult to really do anything. It's difficult sometimes to find any kind of motivation to... Um, you know, get the day started. Um, I often find they start my day 
Um, if I could stay in bed, I would, but I often don't because I have lots. I wake up either with back pain or some sort of joint pain, or uh, then my stomach hurts, or I wake up with stomach cramps. Um, and so it's like every day is just you know <laughs> I kind of have to get up because I can't lay in bed anymore because I'm too much pain, uh, whether it's my stomach, my back, or both. Um, and I get started with my day and kind of do my best to try to make my tea and breakfast in the morning and get my day going. It's just really hard. Um, I don't think a lot of people don't really stop sometimes to realize and, and think of why this is happening. Um, I know some people I've talked to and asked, you know, a friend I know that, that struggles with these things too, you know, it's, I've heard the idea of, you know, oh, just keep yourself busy, keep yourself occupied. Um, I don't know that that's the right answer, right? I think that if you're just keeping yourself occupied and you're doing other things, you're just distracting yourself from what's really the issue there. You're not really confronting, um, not really confronting the problem. You're not really trying to solve it and figure out what's going on um, and trying to solve that challenge either. You're just kind of doing your best to keep going. <laughs> All right, so continuing the recording here. Uh, wife just brought me out some squash and potatoes. Um, I was talking talking about the challenges of you know sort of not ignoring, but not really <clears throat> giving value to the feelings that you're feeling, and rather just doing something to preoccupy your time. Uh, you know, like if you're struggling with something, and just you know, like the depression that I struggle with, the anxiety. You know, I think something that I've I've always done in the past, and kind of realizing that it was probably not a good idea, was to just keep myself busy. Right? This this idea that you can kind of shove that emotion or that feeling uh, to the back just because you've. Um, you can shove that feeling to the back just because you you you, so you shove that feeling to that emotion into the back just because you don't want to confront it right you don't want to face it um, you know or, or the solution is just you know hey it'll, it'll go away it's just a temporary feeling and it's not you know I mean I think at least you know maybe sometimes it is and maybe some things that some people sometimes people deal with things that, that can be that way but depression and anxiety I don't find really works that way right I mean you can you can kind of shove it to the back for for a long time but it just piles up and builds up and gets worse right it just gets worse the more time goes by right the more you shove it those feelings and those emotions the back the the harder it is to actually confront and deal with and that's what I've done for the last he's been like 35 years or something I mean I've been alive for 37 years so I mean probably not since I was a baby but Ever since I was a kid, I can remember, you know, just this idea that you don't really show your emotions that not that you're weak if you show emotions, but that you're weak if you can't sort of handle your emotions. Right. If you don't know what your emotions mean um, and you let them distract you. Right. Then you're kind of you know doing the right thing there. Um, I don't know if it was just the business mentality of my dad or, or just what I was raised with, but it's just something I continue doing throughout life. And, you know, I, I come to the realization in the last few weeks that um, it's not really the right way to do things. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to think about, you know, I've had so many things in my life 
that have contributed to anxiety or depression one way or another, right? My, my time in the military um, and the things that I've seen there. Um, I just spent time in Afghanistan and Iraq, and, and um, it was interesting for the first time in 17 years, I was actually able to tell my wife about some of the things that, that I had seen. Um, you know, just some things like friends coming back in body bags. Um, you know, working out with a friend and having breakfast with somebody in the morning and then finding out that afternoon that they died. Um, you know, and <laughs> planning to play a, a game on the Dreamcast or something, right? Um, you know, with, with somebody or, you know, an activity that you plan or a group activity that's organized and, you know, you know that there's supposed to be 50 people that day or you know that that person's supposed to show up and, you know, all of a sudden that event has 30 people and you're like, hey, where are those 20 people? And the next day is the same thing and the next week's the same thing. And all of a sudden it starts to down on you that, you know, those people are dead um, and that they're not coming back, right? And those events and those things that you're participating in, the things that you're doing in, that they're not there anymore. Um, it's just really hard. It's really hard to think about that. That I really admire the time I spent in the military. I really admire the time that I spent out in Iraq and Afghanistan as hard as I was being out on sea. Uh, just never really confronted that idea that... You know, every day was this idea of we never knew who was going to come back and who was going to come back. And not having to be the one to go on shore and staying on the ship the whole time, I kind of feel guilty at times. I, I kind of feel this guilty idea that, you know, I I never went out there with these guys. I never really fought on the front lines with them. And, and you know, they were the ones that were putting their lives in line there. And I was kind of cushy and safe being, <laughs> you know, whatever miles we were away from the, the coast. I, I don't remember how far away we were from, but, you know, we were safe somewhat. <clears throat> you know, I wasn't on the front lines there. That's really hard. And I was talking to my wife and sharing the, you know, the trips back and the isolation that you feel when you're, you're going from the Gulf to Australia, for example, or from Australia to Hawaii, and you're just traveling the ocean and you see nothing, right? And you, you go day in and day out and see nothing. Right, you just look outside and it's nothing but water for, for miles on end. Um, and sometimes it's it's beautiful, but in a sense it's also a very surrealistic experience, right? You're floating out there on this mechanical craft of steel and concrete um, in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> right? And it crosses your mind, right? If something were to happen and this boat were to sink, you know, how, how long would it take for my family to find out? Uh, I remember emails... You know, sending emails to my dad in the days of, of Hotmail back in the early 2000s. And sometimes not getting an email back from my dad for, for days or weeks. Uh, sometimes just because uh, the, the, there was no external signal available to the ship for a certain amount of time. And so until that time was available, that you know, we couldn't send an email at that time. You didn't have this idea of a, you know, queued outbox email that would just sit there. Um, it was like a scramble, you know, hey, we have email for an hour and everybody go send emails and you know, get that time on the computer and send that email out, you know, and, and get that out to your family. And maybe a week later, it's, you know, hey, again, there's time and you check the email and, you know, there's nothing yet. And check the email again next week and there's nothing yet. And you check the email third week after and there's an email from my dad. And, you know, for whatever reason, either he didn't reply back or... He did reply back, but the message didn't come through, right? I mean, that was always a problem, too. Um, it's just that, that, that feeling of isolation is very surrealistic, and it's, 
it's not like a cruise. <laughs> it's not like being on a cruise uh, and knowing that you're going somewhere and you're coming back. Um, right? It's being, you know, 18, 19 and being in the middle of the ocean and knowing that you're going to this, you know, you're leaving the Gulf and you're going to Australia and you can see it on the map, but you have no idea where you are half the time. Um, and I remember doing the the watches and standing watch and just being out there and looking out at the, the sea and seeing nothing, right? And watching the sunrise or the sunset. Um, it's, it's beautiful, but it's, it's also scary at times. Um, and I think that's really, <laughs> I think that's really just some of the things that contributed to where I am today, right? I mean, of course, it's, you know, everything else between work and life and um, hobbies and stuff like that that contributes to all these things. But, you know, it's those life experiences that if we don't really give value to them and we don't recognize what impact that they had on our life, we're kind of ignoring them and we're not really giving value to them um, and not really then giving value to the emotions that came out of those experiences either. Right. Because if, if um, you know, to me, that's fear in a sense. Right. You know, being scared, not knowing where I am, not knowing if my family is going to know where I am, not knowing if something's going to happen. Right. And, and not giving value to those emotions, I think, was a mistake. Um, and it's taken me, uh, I don't know, 2004, 16 years, 16 years to kind of come to this realization that, you know, since I've been in the military, that it's time to, to at least talk about it and open up about, you know, what my feelings were, of course, not, you know, the secrets, not things I've seen, but just, you know, what are some of the feelings and what are some of the challenges that I went through and how they really made me who I am today uh, and who I will continue to be. And I think that's really what it's about, right? It's, it's really about that building that value for yourself and understanding who you are and where you are and why you are who you are. That's really important, right? And it's, it's really led me to this point today where I'm at with anxiety and depression where I just really struggle at times. Um, you know, whether it's anxiety and it's... Uh, you know, hard of breathing sometimes I get, or just um, kind of losing track of things. You know, my memory's not that great at times with, with anxiety. Um, find myself like freezing at times as well. I may be sitting on the couch and just completely freeze. <laughs> um, it's weird. It's weird to talk about these symptoms that I go through and try to understand them at the same time and why they happen. And I have to tell myself that it's okay if I don't understand why they happen. And that's hard. And it's hard if you have, you know, an engineering mentality, uh, an engineer mindset. And your whole life you spend trying to solve problems, right? And trying to solve solu find solutions for things. Um, and that's really how I am, right? I, I try to solve things everywhere I can. And this is not something that can be solved, right? I, 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 I don't know why. I have sometimes these certain reactions that I do. I don't know why I have these triggers I do, and that's okay. I have to be okay with with not knowing. Um, and I think really that's the hardest part, right? That that process of not knowing is what's really difficult. 